Good evening. Welcome to Xbox Taverns X Pod Tavern episode 85th. I should have checked that first. I'm pretty sure it's 85th. It is 85th. Sunday night at 8 pm ish. As ish. usual, over on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official. Get the plug in there early. I'm Jamie and I'm once again joined by Scottish Grav Ross. Hello. Billy Mannion. Bonjour. And ladies' favourite Daniel. Fruit, hello. fruit. Hello. ASMR for the start of the show. Oh, there we go. Right. Time for a nap. Oh, cheers. Right. Uh, yeah, no uh, MPV Graham this week. He's done himself an injury, so get better soon, Grayman. Did he go to hospital? Not yet, I don't oh. think. I don't think. I don't, well, I'm hoping it's not that serious, but it doesn't I sound fell on something good. rather large. Yeah, he's going to get one of them x-rays where they're looking at, how did that get that far up there, sir? Well, I was hoovering and I just... I just fell. I fell, yeah. naked. <laughs> it landed on it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, Graham. Right, anyway, let's get straight into the news, gentlemen, before we dis- besmirch Graham too much. Um, we've got a few sort of light stories this week, nothing major in the world of video games this week that is uh, not overly serious, so we don't really want to get into that right now. Uh, so let's start with Samsung TVs have Xbox, Stadia and uh, GeForce Now game streaming from today, as of a day or so ago. So this is from VGC and they say what well, it says in the tin. They've announced its new game, in- game streaming discovery platform, which unifies ga- cloud gaming, Xbox cloud gaming, sorry, GeForce Now and Google Stadia has launched for select TVs. This is only for their 2022 models, so obviously the brand new ones, but they've said they'll roll it out to older 2021 models at some point hopefully uh, it doesn't require any additional hardware it's just an app on your tv like netflix or youtube or or whatever else you want to look at and you're also going to get amazon luna if anybody's using that at some point at a later date the hell uh, is amazon luna that is their game streaming thing it's got a nice nifty little purple controller i think oh nice um, not too dissimilar to the stadia one you were singing the praises of last week um yeah, so they say, additionally, Samsung's latest AI upscaling technology optimizes game graphics, providing incredible 4K and 8K, for some reason, resolution with high color accuracy and sharpness. Uh, Gaming Hub will also incorporate apps such as Twitch, YouTube, and Spotify. And it says it's unclear if they'll be accessible in-game with the same way that like the PS5 or the Xbox Live will listen to music in the background while you're, while you're playing. I wouldn't have thought so. Um, so it's the 2022 Neo QLED 8K, if you've got more money than since. Neo QLED 4K QLEDs and 2022 Smart Monitor Series televisions are included in this first rollout. That Neo one's not that expensive. It's only two and a half grand. What, for the 4K or the 8K? The 8K. We I have mean, it. We have that's that cheaper than I expected. But if, you walk, sure. if you walk past the Sony Center, it's like... Bizarrely, the Sony Center and the Samsung TV is the flagship. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm sure it's a very nice TV. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to, to getting one of them. <coughs> Daniel, sponsors. <coughs> Daniel. Um, yeah, so, gentlemen, we obviously we've been cloud gaming for a while on the consoles and the phones and stuff. <coughs> Don't imagine anybody's got a new 2022 TV. Thank you, Daniel. But <laughs> is anybody going to pick up a new TV? Would any, anybody going to have any I interest? I thought I was on mute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody interested in checking out cloud streaming via the TV without a console, etc.? Cetera, et cetera? Will you be getting a new TV because of this? No. Uh, right. Oh, Ian, <laughs> Ian, go for it. No. No, no. I mean, like I said, I've got a console. Why would I need to get these extra apps and stuff? So, yeah, for me, no, I've no real need. I, wonder, I don't want to buy a new TV. And plus, especially not a Samsung one there. Well, Samsung one I've got at the moment is quite annoying. Oh, I love a Samsung TV. Say I'm a big fan got, of Samsung. I've got LGs at the moment, though. Good man. What about yourself, Ross? Would this tempt you into a new television purchase? Some of the same booty me tempts me into a new television purchase. So this is... Aye. 
I've got a Samsung TV at the minute and I'm hoping to go back to it because it's a 2021 model. So I'm kind of like, hmm, I could be doing with a new TV in the bedroom, actually. Just... Way in it, the secondary television in the bedroom yeah. or well, I don't need yeah, it for a, a the smaller l- one in the corner. Exactly, perfect for the one in the living room, so that's fine. But yeah, I mean Samsung fifty-five inch, four K, in the bedroom would just be. Just I have enough in consoles it. in the house to I could have warrant it. What we say, Daniel? Is this something that would tempt you? So I'll just wait for the stick when it comes out at the end of the year. I'll go with it. True. True. I mean that's that's obviously unconfirmed at the moment, but. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's all coming in it. It's all going. Close this, to isn't me. Um, you think mirror, it would say they're coming? <laughs> Is that when? But no. Let's not move on from that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've been looking at getting a new TV for a little while, um, and I don't really need one. But if I was to pick one up, it would probably be a Samsung. So this is just a bit of icing on the cake. Uh, sort of like Russ said that. Yeah. You go. Do you need a new TV? Oh yeah, I do actually. <laughs> I need. I need one. <laughs> do with a new. Any one. excuse for a new TV? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, Again, but like you, Ian, I don't have no real use for it because I've got a couple of consoles, obviously got the phone, the, the tablets and stuff like that. Um, but it'd be nice to have, wouldn't it? Just a nifty little addition. And especially if it includes other things, like I said, like Amazon or um, Stadia for all of, what, the three games on there that you can't play anywhere else, maybe. Well, in fairness, the GeForce Now on it as well. That's quite handy to have that for like PC yeah. ones. Yeah, because isn't that the one where you can stream your own library as well as other games in various quality settings yeah so that's quite nifty obviously the cloud gaming for us xbox game pass library hey what, yo five million games i think it is at this point now something like that um it. yeah so it's quite interesting it'd be good to see if they do roll it out to older ones like you said ross because I've, I've got i think a 2021 so that's pushing my luck a little bit but if it rolls back to 2021 versions then you know, have some more happy chappies um yeah, so just going to pair a controller to it. I imagine it's going to be, you can just use it, any old controller you like, probably not even need to be a, an Xbox one. I think they said in the trailer you could use any controller. So how's that going to work? Well, I think you Bluetooth it to your TV, don't you? I mean, yeah. the, and then get to the just, bits about they're, they're the all the same, and all basically, that stuff. They? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a way of getting around the menu system when you need to get into the menu system. Okay. Or into the Xbox dashboard, I should say. Yeah, so I'm just trying to think how. Did you, this guy sounds stupid. I should probably know this, but the TVs come with Bluetooth built in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Bluetooth some headphones to mine, so I can listen to it without, obviously, having surround sound system. I never even thought of that. Can yeah, also, yeah, so. You can you can Bluetooth system um, controllers to it. I've done it once, I think, but you know where they got the shitty like flash games something that built in. I tried to play some of that, but this is fucking <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> Turned <laughs> it off, and that was the end of it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so obviously if you're looking for a new TV, maybe this might tempt you into a Samsung way. And like I said, Daniel, if you want to get some sponsorships going, yeah. I'll reach out Count to people to I know. Samsung, you know. Nice. Them play I their balls. Do, do like an 85-inch if you could. That would be lovely. Thank you. Only 85. Yeah, that, that would probably, or... probably fit. Circumference? Why are we getting round TVs, Daniel? <laughs> This the next, uh, <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. Hey, why, why, why the fuck are we... Right around you. <laughs> the power of the cloud surrounding exactly. um, <laughs> Dan said he's spinning to you like faithful. <laughs> well, so good. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, so a game you could play should you pick up a new 2022 television and cloud gaming and Xbox cloud gaming, etc. is Halo Infinite, which is a very good single-player game. 
uh, and pretty decent multiplayer as well. I've, I haven't played it for ages, but you know, seems that's the way it goes. Uh, however, if you want to play it and you want to play it with friends, the co-op update should be along fairly soon in a preview. Uh, so it says here on Pure Xbox Halo Infinite Campaign Network co-op preview goes live July 11th, and it's up to four players. And it says here, oh, it's a lengthy blog on Halo Waypoints, so I'm not reading all of that right now. But it says, uh, the development team mentioned how co-op crossplay would be fully supported between the new gen, the old gen, PC, and cloud. Um, and the game will swap to four players, each player is taking control of a Master Chief. I wonder if you could have different colours, that'd be pretty cool. Get the old salmon pink one back out. Um, <laughs> I do love people with different colours. So. You know you do. Uh, and God, all the games are hosted on dedicated servers. Uh, and yeah, it's basically it's the same as it ever used to be, jump into a fire team, jump into a game. And everyone, everyone, get me words out this time. In this mode, everyone's progress counts, meaning players pick which slate saves. Oh, fucking hell. Save slot. They want their co-op progress to count towards. Um, so basically, rather than like we were talking about Redfall, I think, the other week where only the main host gets progression. Here, everybody can progress in a certain save slot. So you're not just uh, doing it for the for love and the money. Yeah. Um, and they seemed to harp on about that, didn't they? Yeah, I think because that's quite a big deal. Because obviously, I imagine Lucky and there's a lot of people waiting to play it in co-op. So if they're waiting until it's time to play in co-op and then don't actually get any progression, it might be a bit of a kick in the box. Yeah. But, uh, and they also say, when out on the field, there's an area of operation to keep players within the distance of each other. This is the maximum distance, 800 feet warning, 1,000 feet kill radius. Uh, players can stray from one another. Oh, fuck what? that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine playing with that with Dan? How easily yeah, distracted he gets. I'm not sure how. Um, I mean, that, there's well, all one good saying that length, but how much is that in relation to the size of the world? Obviously, it's a lot bigger than that. But is that like a couple of bases apart? Is that just fucking from here to there? Like, yeah. Well, have to see how, how Dan works. even uses bullets. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he's grenades as well. If we get, if you I, could attack the, in two uh, two groups, couldn't you? The, the thing is with that yeah. is is with this. Uh, with this map it's quite it's not like one terrain you've got like quite a few things where there's a lot of level changes so a thousand feet doesn't seem that far yeah it, it seems tight but i suppose it's always been tight and in something like this you don't want people complete opposite ends of the map trying to you know stress the the engine to the max yeah um, but yeah, hopefully you at least get a warning. I know it said you you get a warning at eight hundred feet, but hopefully it's something more than just like a whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you want to sign up for the co-op flight, which again, like I said, July the eleventh, you got to sign up to the Halo Insider program and have opted into the network co-op flight program when it goes live. Um, so they're normally pretty easy. Most of the time, it's just a case of ticking a box saying yes, I'd like to be included in this, please. Um, and yeah, so you get a bit early, and then the actual co-op is supposed to or is currently scheduled to be released by late August. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Ian, does it float your boat? Are you going to be trying to get into the co-op uh, alpha, beta, whatever it was I just said? No, I'll probably just wait until it comes fully released. You yeah. know I me, mean? I'm always too lazy for all that kind of stuff. But I'm looking forward to it again, like I say. I do kind of maybe want to play it first. Like I said, I should play it first solo, but Palmer just enjoys the co-op journey with someone. Like you probably going to get carried through, not Dan, where I get angry. Yeah. Hey, I'm competent. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Halo's always been more enjoyable, I think, in co-op. <laughs> yeah, right from the very first game. So yeah. I think something like this, like we were saying before, Ross, with like where we play for it, and you sort of it's a great game to play, but you're like, 
I just wish I had at least one other person side by yeah. side just to smash these uh, outposts and these. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the thing out. is, when I played through it, it's it's got a good story, but I don't think it's that in depth a story that you wouldn't be able to keep on top of it, even playing it in co-op. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if somebody throws Mass Effect at you and goes, "Right, you're playing it co-op." Fuck that. I'm yeah. two playthroughs before I even consider looking at co-op. You got about eighteen different conversations. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas with this, it's like there's a wee bit of backstory in regards to who the enemies are and what happens closer to the end and what happens at the end and things like that. But nothing that's really going to be like shut. Missed that because I was too busy f- paying attention to whatever was happening with my co-op team. So funny enough, you actually mentioned that because sometimes the story starts off as you're going into a base, and if if you go into an outpost and then maybe go into like a bigger structure, you're potentially having two stories. I can't, I don't know the distance, but potentially you, you could have two sets of friends having two sets of, of what's going on, what the story is. But they'll probably have, they'll probably implement something like all parties must be in this area to proceed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like in a lot of games you get like waiting for partner. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll have something like that. So, I'm trying to get a game that had like a opening doors, so like one person would be at the door. Resident Evil Five, wouldn't it? No, Shiver, yeah. Shiver. I'm Shiver. waiting. Yeah, Shiver, Shiver, Shiver. Shiver. There, there was an achievement for that of like synchronized hitting the door at the same time, like beefy yeah. team. So, something like that, you'll have to like somebody will get to the area and they'll be like waiting for a teammate or will shout. Yeah, I think they've done in whatever. Halo Pass. Like if you get to like the level exit, for example before your co-op partner they just teleport them to you so it might be a case of that you go into a base and everyone yeah. suddenly gets teleported into the same area and then you you've got no choice but to then assault get on with it all yeah. guns blazing can, can just see dan like we'll be like doing here somewhere he'll be like the top of this mountain just up here and like we're trying to get to the next part and dan's like i'll just be watching yeah i'll be sniping <laughs> staring down on spartan calls <laughs> so, yeah just sniping bang missed bang missed bang missed Guys have run out of bullets. Bang! Shit, that was Ian. Ran out of bullets. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get many in your sniper rifle. You don't. You don't use many, so it's fine. No, <laughs> just about enough. Um, but they've also got the mission replay feature coming alongside the co-op update, apparently, uh, which is t- a, a bizarre thing to be missing so far because you go through the campaign on your own at the minute, and once you've done a mission, that's it. You can't go back and replay yeah, and start the whole game again. Um, so you couldn't go back and try it on a harder difficulty or. Try and find the collectibles and stuff. Which oh, so people are complaining about that with missing like yeah. missable achievements. And yeah, stuff. missing achievements and missing the skulls and stuff like that. Um, but it's coming again with the update in August, supposedly. Uh, again, it seems like a very stupid thing. Well, not stupid, I suppose, it's not fair, but something that is Should a pretty basic there. option that ah, it feels pretty like much every game has. And it's like, no, oh, we didn't. Ah, shit. Yeah. Uh, wait a year. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, if I go and play Gears, I can jump back into the last chapter I was in, or any chapter I decide I want to jump in. So it's just it's one of these things where you've got this co-op element and this sort of type of game. The mission replay should just be there from day one. Yeah, makes sense. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, should be. And it, it said there in the article as well that if you do choose to replay a mission, it will teleport everybody to the start, like we were just saying. Yeah. So yeah. I imagine if you go into a mission, it'll do the same where everybody just gets teleported together. Um, yeah. So that's coming next like, July 11th. If you want to sign up on Halo Waypoint, now you can do. Um, and it, not everybody who signs up gets in, obviously, because it's all part of the testing process. But uh, I think I've signed up to everyone that they've done, and I've got in everyone they've done so far. 
So this is the one you're not getting. <laughs> most, pro- most pro- well, um, um, what I mean is, the more you do, the more likely is you'll be picked because they tend to offer people like repeat, repeat customers, as it were. Um, so yeah, so go, so go sign up and hopefully we can play some four-player co-op Halo before too long. Oh yeah, that'd be wonderful. Uh, speaking of four-player co-op, Arcane welcomes players to Redfall with a new trailer for its open-world vampire FPS game. Uh, this is a, lo- a lovely new trailer where they basically give the history of the town of Redfall and run through the characters in a little more detail than they did in the gameplay trailer. Not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, and then there was a big uh, vlog on Bethesda, which is here, Bethesda.net, which was had an interview with Harvey Smith and it, just picking out a few of the things he wanted to sort of touch on is you decide the kind of hero you want to be. Um, so from Layla's extraordinary telekinetic abilities to Jacob's otherworldly, otherworldly eye, uh, to all the other guys' stuff, I'm not reading all that. Basically, you can customize your characters almost any way you want upgrades, different weapons, different abilities, stuff like that. Uh, you can team up go or go alone. He says if you um, solo it, it becomes more of a not a, not a stealth game as per se, but like a stealth action game. So, like Dishonored, you can you know skulk about and try and find the optimal routes before you go in for the kill. Whereas in co op, it's probably more of a Right, let's fucking charge in and destroy the place, I think. <laughs> cause carnage. Yeah, mayhem. cause absolute carnage. Uh, and then the, the vampires are a bit more than usual vampires. That I think like in Left 4 Dead, you've got your basic enemies and you go up to like the big fucking tank motherfuckers oh. who are going to come and break, wreck your day. Um, and then there's the cultists as well, which we saw in the trailer, who are dedicated to the vampires. So they're going to kill you on sight. But they're also not quite as dangerous as the vampires themselves. So... It's all sounding pretty good so far, and then they got like plenty of room to move around and uh, weapons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, yeah, it's quite a long, long blog on the one um, Bethesda. Don't know, like I said, I'm not reading it all out, but it's quite interesting. I read for it earlier on. Um, Ian, does this any of that tantalising information whet your appetite for this wonderful-looking co-op shooter? It does, but also I just want to give like a release day. I hate the whole first half of 2023, like. Give us something more to look forward to. Even if you say quarter two or quarter one, at least I know it's going to be more like, you know, early early 2023 rather than late. If that makes sense. But yeah, for me, that's why I'm kind of wanting more of. Like, I don't want to know too much about it because I want to kind of enjoy the story and kind of pick who I want to be and stuff. But yeah, I think it's still going to be great. I mean, it's still going to be a great fun game. But again, it seems very much a game where it's going to be heavy on co-op. And like they're kind of ready to kind of put in the disclaimers in like, don't play this solo, it's going to be shit. Play your co-op. Yeah, basically, like I said, it sounds like it will be enjoyable enough, but obviously the focus is get a group oh. of friends together and smash shit up. Yeah, play co-op. Uh, like, it's like very nice to put the feelings in to warn you. We did try and warn you. Yeah. Daniel, is this, does this, I don't know if you're as high on it as the rest of us are, does do anything for you? Are you excited to get into the town of Redfall? Yeah, no, I am looking forward to it. I do enjoy, as much as it's easier to game solo because you don't have to deal with anyone else's time constraints, um, as you anyone guys know. Else's time constraints. Exactly. Um, but I am looking forward to it, and I think it will be, touch wood, a very, very good game. Um, and, you know, saying all the things how you can customise your character the way you want to definitely pull, puts the... Uh, Puts the excitement in me. That's Dan's it. going to be rocking. Oh, wait, oh, Dan's going to be rocking his character like this, like one piece latex suit, and that'll be him. Be like, oh yeah, 
gag ball. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. I was disappointed it was uh, it was put put back, but we yeah, shall, uh, we shall see. Come hopefully early next year, Ross. I know you're excited for it. Like we are. Any oh, of that new? Did you have a chance to read it? Yeah, well, I've just, I've just been reading through it as well. It's just um, it was just a tiny wee small part that uh, I can't even bother see. The part that was just reading, yeah. So it was talking about Redfall, as in what the town is before what happened. Obviously, in the story, and they're saying it was like it was a bustling little place. It had like fairgrounds. It was on the sea and stuff like that. And then when you read a bit further down, it says like the vampires have pushed the water away from the island, so they've made it so. It's a no something to do with vampire lore that vampires can't cross running water or something. Showing supernatural or something like that it comes across yeah, that. Know, that so they've got really all the water and then they've blocked out the sun however they've managed to do that as well so it's just tiny wee bit about that has given you a wee bit more about the story or what to expect in Redfall hmm. and just having wee bits and pieces like that and wee snippets has ramped up a wee bit more and then obviously it gives you like a, a brief idea of what the characters are so I think Jay you had said you were interested in the one with telekinetic abilities yeah, that's the Layla girl, I think. Layla, yeah. yeah. And then, I think the one that's caught my eye the most was the, the sharpshooter with, like, the funky fucking eye. Um, and then yeah, it tells so you... Yeah. Uh, Jacob. Jacob, it, Jacob Boyer. And then you've got Remy De La Rosa, who's combat engineer with robots, and then Devinder Crowsley. Crossley. Yeah, um, And he makes up his own weapon. So just... Having that wee bit about the characters is like, oh, that's quite cool. Then you can have an idea of who you want to go with before the game even starts. Where are you going with? Uh, Jacob, probably. Um, sniper with, I'm presuming this eye allows you to see through, target, uh, see through buildings, see what people are in, things like that, and find weak points and stuff. Um, Hiding then, away from the battle, you mean, is what you're essentially getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Cover and support for everybody, haven't they? Goes Dan stands over the corner. He's on the floor. He's down again. I'll keep an eye on He'd be hiding on a mountain in Halo sniping. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ian, any any of those characters you're going to look to start off with? Oh, I don't know. I'm torn between Layla or is the one of the robot? Remy. Remy, that's it. They they have said as well you can. um, double up on characters as well so effectively we could all play as Layla or all play as Remy or Jake you know that's not allowed of me no, uh, that I know, do, yeah, I know no, Ian will, you can't do that shit Ian will lose his shit but um, no, imagine you, just having everyone with tele- telekinetic abilities launching shit all over the place you, yes please you've ruined the what game you when pick? you start pulling that me definitely Layla as well um, I'm not really my, one for uh, like uh, what's it like oh, what's his name Devinder Krause, like the one with the inventor with his own route. I don't know why, it's never really grabbed me in, in games, but yeah, something like Layla or, or maybe Remy, uh, I could perhaps go with that. Daniel, you're the only one. Tell us all about the character you would choose. Well, he could be Devinder. I was going to say, I'm kind of left with Devinder, aren't I, really, <laughs> essentially. Um, that interests me, you know, that you can potentially your own creation of weapons. Um, as long as I can put a scope on something and have an assault rifle, I am not fussed. Um, you know, yeah. better with a pistol. So, let's be honest. I'm better being at the front, taking all the vampires, letting yeah, covering our ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Sh- well, showing us the way. 
showing them yeah showing them where to go while you guys can mop yeah. it up <laughs> yeah nice well it sounds like we got our, our squad there we get graham involved as well obviously he's only four player co-op but i'm sure we can uh mix up the team somewhat somehow and some way uh but yeah look forward to that next year obviously uh and speaking of games from bethesda and probably not next year i wouldn't have thought but you never know, one day in the near decade bethesda apparently offered jobs to developers behind the fallout london mod so ross you know I'm not all that interested in this, so take it away. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've seen a lot of mixed messages about this. Um, people saying it's like bad, that big bad Bethesda coming in and taking all these people and it's going to stop production of these mods that people are making and how they've done a better job than Bethesda's done and things like that. So, or, the better way I looked at it, Bethesda are seeing how amazing these mods are and going, shit, Fallout 5, we need to get these guys on board and make it fucking incredible and use what these guys are bringing to the table in our next game because all I've seen for this Fallout London is it, it looks better than four hands down in nearly every aspect the, um, the stills look amazing the stills are amazing oh, yeah, they do the, video, so like, the, the announcement trailer for it as well like if you get a chance to watch that it's fucking incredible and it's like Obviously, we've been talking about what would they do with the next Fallout, um, and we've said about bringing it to a different country. This is primarily the reason behind my logic between how it would be brilliant to bring it to the UK or even one of the other countries in Europe. Because if this is what, a, albeit a talented but very small group of people can do, imagine they had the full backing of... Well, Microsoft with a new partnership, Bethesda, fucking even if they bring in Obsidian and Zenimax, fucking just the whole that whole conglomerate together. But bring it, it would to, be amazing. Bring it to something that's completely different to what we're used to if you follow. Obviously, seventy six was completely different to what we're used to follow, but completely different area, different story because it would be a different story. Like you're not thinking about the Brotherhood of Steel, the Enclave, if you going back. You're, you're going to be dealing with completely new entities from things that were established in the UK or France, Germany, wherever it may be you set up. You're not going to be dealing with the usual parties that are involved, so it adds a whole new layer to what the fallout the lore would be. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean, yeah. I mean, as I say, I'm not, I'm not interested. I would be more interested, I think, if they did bring a London variant to it, because as we said, I think a few weeks ago, obviously we're all from, well, we're all from the British Isles. Stay there. Yeah, yeah, I, I caught myself, I caught myself, and it always makes it more interesting when it's closer to home, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all well and good having these big fancy American places and, and whatever, but yeah, something nearer to home. Yeah. Cause there's, um, and there's no other feasible reason that a Scot would want to see a nuke dropped on Parliament. None whatsoever. I see now why he's so increased yeah. interested in Fallout. Uh, but obviously, as I said the other week, uh, Starfield's out, then it's Elder Scrolls 6, then it's Fallout 5. Big so Boris Johnson's least... <laughs> I mean, it's not far off from really. Is it? But, um, yeah, so we got at least for at least a decade before we see Fallout 5. So perhaps they will they will just turn it into a full fledged Fallout London as Fallout 5 maybe or they have several areas and London will be part of it or perhaps they'll just or use their talents and just go for it just take what this DLC's done and make it like New Vegas 
What's that? So it's not three. It's not one, two, three, four. It's in between four yeah. and five, and yes, it's yes, just all the groundwork's there for the development team that have done London, and then just put it out with the Bethesda seal approval with all the bits that Bethesda can throw money at it for, and there you go. Two and a half years down the line, we've got another Fallout game. Not a bad shot, and that's a good way of getting in between Starfield and Elder Scrolls because they're going to be a long wait between them as well. Um, is this? I, I was trying to read the article while you're talking. Is this based a, a mod for Fallout Four or Three, or is it just a, a standalone? It's Fallout Four. It's okay. built. It's built on the Fallout Four engine. <clears throat> okay. So it's it's basically it's a DLC um, for. There was another one that they did for. Now, was it four or was it three? And it was. Was it Fallout Miami? Fallout Florida? So they've had something like this, but oh, fuck, oh, I'm going to go. I'm not sure that. what you mean. Basically, they, they had another one. Um, yeah, Fallout Miami it was, and it was it was a, 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 a brand new world based in Fallout 4, and they took it very much like what we had said about um, different parts of the US that they maybe could still explore. Mm. So, like, if you click in it, one of the pictures, for example, is new types of wildlife, and it's like mutated flamingos, because that's just it's just wee bits and pieces like that, and then it shows you like um, right down on Miami Beach, but all the beach is ash because of the fallout and stuff like that. The water's all polluted. Um, it shows you like um, different parts of uh, Miami, so you've got like Key West, Florida. The, the actual Miami Beach type area. So they've done something like this before for Fallout 4, but this is just a bigger and I think it's a more well-developed version because Miami's been in production since 2018 and it's still not came out, whereas the London one seems like it's gotten a lot more back in and it seems to be a lot further down the line. So they've done something like this before, but not to this scale. So, yeah, so like you said, they could pick it up, put it out as a official yeah. supported release something, chuck it in Game Pass, naturally. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll see something along those lines. But yeah, it's good for them for you know, putting in the hard work and getting something out of it, at least. Uh, obviously, it wasn't everybody, but the people they've hired is, you know, they're onwards and upwards, as it were. Um, yeah. Good lads. Nice. Well done, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah, that's. I think that'll do us for the news. There's one other one. Basically, I'm not going to go into it, but don't be a cunt. That's all you got to say. Don't be a cunt. If you're waiting for a game to come out, just wait. There's there's no need to be doing some of the stuff you some of you idiots are doing. So just don't be it. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, we all want the games to come out, don't we? But sometimes there's plenty of stuff to bit. play in the meantime. Was this? A, I'm not one to dive into stories because of the tangent. Is this this whole thing about people trying to predict? the launch of Ragnarok and then slating the fact that nobody's heard anything about it. and It, it was that, but there was also one of the women working there. Oh, we're, getting, it, we're getting into it slightly now. Uh, I've I don't her name. <laughs> she, worked, she works at Santa Monica Studio. And some lo lovely gentlemen on the internet, you'll never believe it was gentlemen on the internet. Shock yeah. horror. We're, we're sending her dick pics. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Trying to get the release date out of her. And she said, why would that make me? Yeah. And then obviously every like Corey Barlog and Phil Spencer and loads of other people come out and said, "What the fuck are you doing? Just wait like yeah. a normal person." Um, so yeah, so we're not going to go any further than that because 
these people don't deserve fucking time. But yeah, don't, don't be, be a cunt. cunt. Just don't be a cunt. Just wait. There's plenty of games to play in the meantime. And speaking of games that we have been playing, Ross, why don't you plug me? <laughs> what that, that was. I was that wondering was, where you I were going doing, there. I was like, has he changed was the order so... of the show? I was You're doing, doing so, well, so well, so well with the segues, and then I, that, that, those people started getting me rolled up. It threw me right off, right, right. Yeah, that's all the news. No, don't even feel in the mood for it. There, you fucking you know? ruined it. Um, so <laughs> if 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 you want to be a decent human being on the internet, you can listen to Ross, and he can tell you all about all the good things that Xbox have and do, including. So, I'll start at the bottom, work away up this time. Switch up for you, but um, Discord link in the show notes. Same, a bit quiet, but it will. Handy feature. Um, anything we put on our Twitter, we've got a wee feed in there, so you'll always keep up to date with everything that we post up on the Twitters. Speaking of Twitter, social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Xbox Tavern. Uh, reviews, you will find them up on youtube.com forward slash Xbox Tavern official, as well as seeing all of our lovely faces at 8pm. Ish. Thank Ish. you. Um, every Sunday night. Written reviews as well, up on xboxtavern.com podcast apps so apple spotify wherever else you choose to listen and um, five stars on apple if you would be ever so kind it would be appreciated and spotify and spotify um more people that you or more people that rate us and review us five star more people that see us bigger we grow better content and where else spreadshirt forgot daniel's got his bears up i see yes uh, Dan has put his own little custom logo for his chocolate beer so if you want to rock the Dan merch you can pick that up on spreadshirt.com forward slash Xbox Tavern and last but not least if you have followed us everywhere else and pledged your support that way feel free to jump over to Patreon and you can sponsor us with your hard earned money at patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern shout out to our superstar supporter Beth thank you very much for your monthly contribution and that is our plugs for the week. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, I do want to give one other quick plug, Ross, if you don't mind. Oh, fire in. Can never have oh, enough plugs. You, you can get enough plugs to, to fill a Sunday evening. With, um, insert coin. Our good friends at Insert Coin. Still got the promo code going, I do believe. Xbox Tavern 22 for 20% off for the entirety of 2022. Ian, shh. Uh, we've got a lovely bit of merch on here. So is Daniel. So is Ian. Nope. And uh, the rain is on. We haven't spoke about it for a while, but you get 20% off, like I said. And they've got a sale on at the minute. So I just picked up some Mass Effect goodies and a few pins and a few bits and pieces. Uh, and they're all wonderful. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out because it's been a while. And you should go and buy something from them. Use Xbox Down 22 for 20% off for the entire day of 2022. What did you get? Did you... I got the Mass Effect jogging bottoms, Mass Effect beanie, because I haven't got enough beanie hats. And I very nearly bought this Skyrim. Uh, like jacket, like polyester jacket with like the symbols up the arms, but I don't know. I don't, not really my style. That that sort of jacket. But. Did you use the code on the sale item? Did that work? I've it already does. used it, so I can't use it again. But I do believe you can use it on there. Yeah. It does work. Yes. Did you wish to? Yeah, so yeah, it does work. I've got. I tried it. Yeah. So go oh, check it out. Damn. Do I go buy some stuff now? Yes, right. you do. And you also get coins that when you purchase, you get X amount of coins, which then basically lottery points, which you can then put back into future purchases. I like uh, that which feature. I also used. Yeah, it's decent. That basically gave me free shipping when I ordered the stuff yesterday. So that will be with me shortly, hopefully. Um, yeah, so yeah, I just want to add that one in there before we carry on with the show. Thank you very much. 
Cheers, Ross, for plugging us, as usual. You're welcome. You do a wonderful job of it. You make me happy every week. I do take a lot of pleasure in plugging you. <laughs> I'd like to plug you one day. Oh, yeah. Uh, perhaps, perhaps you EGX. can plug us on weekend. <clears throat> <clears throat> anyway, right. Let's get on with the show, shall we? So, yeah. it's time for our topic of the week, which is... Question of the week. Do do, I always do, do, do this bit do do do. Which is, as it has been for the last several weeks, Xbox game of the years throughout the years. So, we've been going since the Xbox launch. Picking our game of each year, each week, and this week we're up to 2009, and I had a whacking great list of games I could have picked for this. Um, it was a ridiculously big list this week. I, I, oh, I, con- I was a bit concerned, because I got to about August, and I was like, there's only been one or two, and then I got to the <laughs> last few months, and I was like, oh yeah, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Um, so if, uh, slight change up, I'm going to go first, if you don't mind, just get mine out of the way, and then I can let you guys talk, because... I can, fuck you, why not? <laughs> so, uh, go for it. So, I have picked out of the whacking great list that we had Trials HD, which was the game that got me into the trial series. It was, I think there was a Flash version, was it right? On on uh, Newgrounds or something first? Yes, it was, uh, yeah. But this was the one that came to console and it was, it immediately grabbed me because I loved those sort of physics y, puzzly platform type things. And trying to get the, the hang of using the bikes and getting up the ramps and doing the flips and clambering up the obstacles and stuff. I've, I just absolutely adored it. Um, it starts off pretty easy, obviously. And by the time you got to the, the last level, trying to get the platinum medal on them is like a superhuman feat. I think I got, I think I only missed maybe four or five of the, of the final levels on platinum because they were just ridiculously hard, but I absolutely adored that game. I played it so much, and I had a friend, uh, shout out Tessa, we used to, I used to work with him, and me and him would have competitions. So we'd go home after work in an evening, and we'd be, it wasn't online multiplayer, but we could you could see each other's leaderboards. And at the top of the screen, you had like a, a tracker of where they were on the map, like according to their ghost time. And so you'd be racing along, and your, yours would be sort of neck and neck with their timer, and you'd get a decent jump, and you suddenly shoot ahead. You're like, I've done it! And then all of a sudden, they shoot past you because they found another <laughs> route. You're like, oh, you son of a bitch! Uh, and yeah, the amount of back and forth we had trying to just one-up each other on there by like 0.4 of a second or you know, fraction the amount of time. Um, and yeah, I, I fucking loved the physics nature of it and the, the levels that, that were just easy. But then if you really wanted to master them, you had to really get yeah. that sort of fine tune with yeah. the, the throttle and stuff i still uh, love the trials games i still think they're, yeah. like, they're brilliant to play they're like the ragdoll I, physics behind them yeah. it's, oh, it's, it's brilliant they're, they're so clever and it's, uh, they've got a bit big oh, no, that's maybe not right, but they've gone a bit overboard with it i think in yeah. a minute the last couple i have i've enjoyed but not nowhere near as much as i enjoyed that first one um and i love making my own levels as well I've absolutely adored playing them and, and building things for him for him to play. Like you couldn't share them, I don't think publicly, but you could share them with your friends. Um, and yeah, I absolutely love love that game. Tremendous, tremendous time on Xbox Live Arcade. What a great, fantastic game! Um, and a couple of quick shout outs before I pass it over. It was Dragon Age Origins, which we spoke about the other week, I think. Uh, fucking brilliant game. Absolutely love that game. And Halo ODST, which is Graham's favorite Halo ever. Right, Ian, tell me about your favorite video game from 2009, please. Um, it has to be Halo, not Halo or GSTS. One of Graham's not here to bully him on that, so no <laughs> fun. <laughs> I thought you were going to try and defend Halo or not defend it, but you know what I mean. Give a shout so, out. To... Again, like I said, there could be a couple of shout outs that you could easily give this year because there's so many. So I'm going to steal a couple before the others say it. So Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, oh you bastard! Well, well, what uh, one are you? No, what one are you going for? Your main one. Don't hold okay, on to them. Okay, I'll go to the main one then. Before I can be bullied out the other ones. Bullied? Is 
just the, the it, all got to play fair Ian go play fair well you stole mine last time so fuck you but, yeah it's because you weren't on the fucking show well, fuck you. <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose that we won't talk about that. We're supposed to be being nice to each other, damn it. We won't talk about that game because, you know, Ian's not here, but fuck it. Nobody else can have it. <laughs> Should have gone, Ian picked this one. No, okay. Could have. My one is going to be the Saboteur. Ah. Um, I'll double check, though. It is 2009. Yeah, it's 2009. Oh, I'll fight. A different take. Not one I expected anybody to pick, to be honest. Yeah, so it was weird because it was like a. Um, Again, open world action adventure, kind of similar to the kind of Grand Theft Auto franchise, but it was more in well, Nazis Germany. Space That's and that'd be a good place for GTA, wouldn't it? <laughs> Nazi yeah. Germany based GTA. Anyway, Carol. Yeah, yeah. It's a player character called Sean. He's some. Uh, is he Irish? Wasn't he? You said. I do believe he was Irish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and basically he's trying to, well, take over Germany and stop the Nazis from being Nazis. I seem to remember cool. his Irish accent was pretty poor, but the, the game was quite well received. I think. Yeah, it was weird because obviously you, a lot of it was in black and white. And then when you kind of, I guess, liberate areas, it all comes into colour. And that was kind of a cool little gimmicky kind of thing of it all. I just remember that. And I remember like, playing it quite a lot from when it first came out to, well, Thousand G in it. Naturally. So, naturally. So, yeah, I think for me, that's definitely my pick. Um, it was a lot of fun. Did anyone else play it? It's weird the colour style where, like, some of it, like the the main part of the game is black and white, but like the lights are yellow, the gunshots are lit up, and things like that. Yeah, it does. It's weird, yeah. And like I say, when because you got like kind of like take over areas, but like you know, just cause kind of style thing where you yeah. kind of destroy bases, and once that, it all comes into color. A bit like that uh, comic book film, which I can't think. Up. Yeah, Sin- it's got that kind of nice black and white, and then there's just touches of color here, there, and everywhere. It's a really cool contrast. Yeah. Brilliant game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Couldn't fault it. And when I first played it, so yeah, for me that's going to be my my pick. Nice. nice. Yeah, I think I played a demo or something, and it was alright, but I never never got any further than that, as usual. Uh... My other pick, which I would pick, but I can't talk about too much, is would be COD Modern Warfare Two. Uh, mainly just purely for the multiplayer and how um, it kind of overtook the internet and. Basically, everyone's mum was the most elusive woman on the planet. <laughs> those, those Modern Warfare lobby days were something of legend. But, uh... That's what I mean. I, well, I, was in, I was peak there when I was playing. And you just Sometimes you just laugh them out. Passive-aggressive, angry people you get. And just hilarious. Especially when you kind of start getting good at the game as well. And people are like, Papa abuse you. And like, Fuck you, Nutty. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> Chill out. I'm going to go look for you now me? and shoot you. I was like, how do you come with that grenade? I always throw random grenades. That's my thing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah those, days, those days were fucking tremendous. Nice. So, cool. yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Go play the saboteur, everybody. Is it on backwards compatibility? I'm not sure. I don't think it is, you know. Which is sad. Let me have a look, quick look. I don't you, have a look you have a look while, like, while we, Daniel regales us with his choice. So, I have gone for my one uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. I think, for me, just the way, I think at the time, the combat was, I don't want to say revolutionary, but it it was something new to kind of start attacking one guy, to use him to spin, to jump off to the next character, to, to then start battering the absolute bejesus out of them, to then spin again onto the next one, and so on and so forth. It sounds it was, so dirty. Um, yeah, it does, doesn't it? it so Dan loves bouncing um, for one man to the other. 
Of course, of mm. course, especially when you roll over the back. That's um, what, that's his hot take <laughs> of the game. I love the game so much. Yeah. To jump on one man. And, and then jump on the back. You're so disgusting. Man. But no, that combat system was, like as I said, it was revolutionary and it was very much the synonymous. Yeah, and synonymous with Batman and the Batman games because of how fluid and how great it was. And it was the first you, game that had that style, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe it was the first one that started it all off. Um, and then, you know, you throw in those kind of elements of where you're um, you're just in a room and then you go into the detective mode as you're kind of sitting on top of one of the sculptures as you're just kind of scanning the room and checking out how many bad guys there are as they start kind of either going red or popping up on the map. Yeah, and being all stealthy. Of, yeah, and being stealthy, which I hated being stealthy, but the way they kind of integrated it into the Batman world and it being detective-esque um yeah it was really cool and then obviously at the end where friggin the joker turns into spoilers mass oh, yeah. uh, game's dead old tough shit um <laughs> turns into the incredible hulk um yeah it's just just amazing it's a shame uh, all other ones were shelved right uh, we, we can worry about them when we get yeah. to them years but uh, it didn't live up to my expectations yeah. i think i think i am I've played this. So I'm not not a Batman fan at all, but I think Graham bought it for me for my birthday when it came out, um, and I played. I fucking loved it. What a, what a brilliant game! Really yeah, good. good. As you said, like the detective mode, but mainly the combat, just going through, getting the counters, fucking flinging from one man to the other, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking tremendous. What and I think game. you could also can you shoot them up and um, you'd kind of string them up and they'd like yeah. fly yeah, you can attach them. Yeah, so if you were on the thing, yeah, yeah, just it was yeah so gargoyles and you just go down, pick them up, and they Ooh! yeah, and then they had that kind of uh, Metal Gear Solid thing where the head did where they get like, where's he gone? What was that sound? Um, but yeah, just oh my god. Any other Stan? Any other yeah? And, any honorable um, mentions? Honorable mention. Left for Dead too. Um, Left for Dead was um, awesome. Right. I'm Left leaving the podcast, I'm out. What? So, I'm quite okay. Spartan, I don't want to... Ross will kill me if I press the video. Well, yeah, all the boxes were going the wrong way. Um, Left 4 Dead 2 wasn't... Left 4 Dead 1 was better for me, but in that time, Left 4 Dead 2, again, had multiple hours, multiple fun. It it was... It Fun was is more not of a the word same. I use for Left 4 Dead. Ian, oh, stop no. talking. You're talking ridiculous. I was going to say, it was tremendous. It, like, it took everything Left 4 Dead did and just up the ante. It was fucking brilliant. And it was, I much preferred the cast of characters from the first Where's Graham when you need him? At least yeah. The, the <laughs> gameplay and, every, and they eventually put Left 4 Dead 1 into Left 4 Dead 2, didn't they? So you could basically yes. play all of it under one game. I believe, yeah. I believe so. I think I'd, I jumped off the, the thing by then. But yeah, it, I, just, it was just amazing. Again, and it, it was a... Re- Left 4 Dead 1 was revolutionary, and to have Left 4 Dead 2 and kind of the fingers, the the I always remember the um, the box art where it had the hand and the missing fit. Yeah. yeah. Just, ah, oh, yeah. Loved tremendous it. Tremendous game. What a tremendous game. Fought hard as shit. I don't think I, I don't think I cleared all the, the levels by the time they've added all the DLC and stuff in, but I oh, fucking brilliant game. Yeah, I think I did one, but I never did two. Two was a lot harder. Yeah. A lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. Great game. Uh, Ross, actually, before you carry on, is it on backwards compatibility, Ross? Uh, Ian? No. No, okay. So Saboteur is not, unfortunately. Hunt down a 360, play some Saboteur, and then you can hear what Ross is going to tell you all about now. I was I, I'm tempted just to piss you off, too. Like, I was going to say Hawks, because like, that was the rest of the games that I've said have been taken up. Um, I, I had Arkham Asylum, obviously. Um, the best Resident Evil, Resident 5. <laughs> 
Oh, do you know what? I put that on my list and I was like, why did I put I that did on my list? Do... Let's just take that off. No. Um, I'm going to talk briefly about this one just because I think it's an underrated as fuck game. Um, and it was Tom Clancy's Hawks. Um, That's, pl- well, yeah, I know what it is, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so do you not know about this game? It's a um, flying game. It's a flying game, but it's a fucking fantastic flying game. So not flying game like Microsoft Flight Simulator, where you're just flying game like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Exactly. Um, brilliant story. Um, really liked how they had Hawks, um, Ghost Recon, Advanced Warfighter, Two, and End War were all tied mm-hmm. in like the same sort of world. And the events that happened in one were also happening in the other two. So it was quite good with that. Basically, you are a ex-US fighter, part of the Hawks unit, which was a experimental-type flying group. Gets discontinued, nobody wants to fund it. You then get picked up by private military. Private military have got a bit sketchy history. They decide they want to invade Brazil. People are like, the fuck, why are we trying to invade Brazil? Then they decide that that was just a little bit of a black ploy to try and get in and invade the US. So they try to get you to bomb the White House and kill the president. You then rebel, and then the events that are happening in the war for the US are the ones that are spread out through the three games. So they all sort of interlink with the different units that are based in those three games. Um beautiful looking game they actually used a I don't know how you describe it it's like Google Earth so they used that to scan the landscapes so you had pretty much perfect topography so as you were flying through it looked how it was meant to look so stunning looking game Um, cruising through like the cities like Rio and big Eurofighter jets or Typhoon jets amazing uh, the multiplayer aspect, it was fun as well. But the actual game that I've gone for, for the best game of 2009, was the story of Ezio Auditore de Firenze. Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed 2. Still the best one in the series. Um, now that is something I can get behind. Oh. Yeah. I was going to put that down, then I saw somebody had it down as well. Just... I won't put too many games down, otherwise I get told off. For somebody who's been to the part of Italy that this is set in, um, oh, just so fucking... I just loved every aspect of this game. The character, Ezio, is the best assassin by a mile. The storyline of it with the Borgias, um, the places you go in with between your base and Monteregione with the Ezio home, the the way that they do f- Florence, uh, Venice, then you end up in Rome at the end there. It's just Italy being one of my favourite countries in the world, the way that they've captured it is amazing. The the remake that they tried to bring out of it doesn't do it justice because it was full of wee gremlins and horrible messes, which you should come to expect with Ubisoft. Is that part of the Brotherhood collection or whatever? No, it was the Ezio collection. So it Ezio was collection, sorry. Yeah. What happened? Uh, it was two Brotherhood and Revelations mm-hmm. were all of those ones, but it was just like, do you remember the issues that they had with, oh, fuck, was it the one in London or the one in France? And basically, like, the face wasn't there, like, the eyes were there, the mouth oh, was okay, there. Yeah. So, like, it was similar issues to that. It just, 
Uh, Unity. Unity was Unity, Unity was the one yeah. that was fucked. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Unity. Yeah. So it was it was made to be like an upspuff and make it look nicer and run smoother, but it was shit. It didn't do a service for the the game that we all sort of love about it. Um, with the exception of having to collect feathers. Yeah, <laughs> traumatized yeah. by those fucking feathers. Wasn't um, it like one of them had like little like capes as well you had to collect as well? I know there's diff- there's all different stupid ones. Like I know in um, Black Flag you need to run and chase sea shanties, so the bits that. of paper flying through the air. But yeah, it's not so just like that. it's in this one static place. So you have to climb a building and pick it up. You go close to it and then it moves, and you have to traverse across buildings. To catch you, know, who the fuck thought that was a great side? Yeah. Well, you got to do <laughs> that, that in like lots of fun. Valhalla as well. Yeah, to get the fucking tattoos. Fuck that. Oh, no, 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 no. We're getting too far ahead now. Carry on. Sorry. That's, that's I'll, I'll, never, I'll never play Black Flag because it's got fucking boats. It has got boats and it's got a shit ton of water. And it's, yeah, neither of the two users would love that. Not for me. Um, Not for me. Fuck co- boats. Considering one of the main parts of it is actually big sea battles as well. So you go up against yeah. legendary, like, um, I can't think of a legendary ship, but imagine like the Black Peril, like the Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's got like this big dramatic cutscene where it's like sprawling across the waves and it appears, and you've got to go and hunt it. Then anyway, um, it's you. It's you. Sorry. See, that's what happens when you bring up Assassin's Creed. Um, you brought it up. Chuck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but no, that's that's my 2009 game of the year, the best Assassin's Creed game ever made. I, I will add on to your discussion on it. I, I bought the first one. I think I mentioned before. I got roped into buying the one with the special statue and stuff, and they did not like it at all. I got halfway, I gave up. Assassin's Creed Two came out. I did the exact same thing again. I bought it straight away. I was like, yeah, no problem. Fucking loved it. What a game. In fairness, what a I agree. Game. I didn't like. I've completed the first one, but I didn't like the first yeah, one anywhere near as good as the second one. Third one, when you talk about it, is Ezio, not Assassin's Creed Three. All the Ezio ones were brilliant. Yeah, that's the only trilogy, of, well, the only Assassin's Creed games I've played to completion that I fucking loved. I did finish the first one eventually, and it was all right. And I finished Unity and most of Syndicate and didn't like any of them. Um, yeah, yeah Ezio trilogy long. was fucking tremendous. Odyssey, I'm still playing Odyssey and I'm fucking 100 hours on it. That's something I did Odyssey and I was like, have oh. I finished this game? I was like, oh, they got to do this. It's like, oh, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, well, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, yes. I'm doing the deal. Found my sister. I'm done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the DLCs me, for it? it, and it's like this is fucking ridiculous. There's no <laughs> end in sight. Joke. Yeah, I've heard it as well. There's no fucking end in sight where this game's finishing. That's what I mean. I was like, I'm done now. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try Origins though, but well, I I had skipped on Game Pass. Ex- well, hence my my jump uh, jumping on it, and I'm biased because I love the pirate theme. But I would probably say Bayek as an assassin is top three. So definitely, if you get a chance, jump into Origins. Yes. Have you tried Valhalla or not? Yeah, I've played every Assassin's Creed. I've completed every Assassin's Creed game. See, Valhalla puts me off cuff, and the the cover has boats in it. I'm like, I'm like, you don't have. (laughs) You kind of have to do a wee bit of boats just to get. (sighs) Yeah, you have to. Why do games love boats? I still think we need to pick see if they use our project game pass one week one month just to me. Oh, just <laughs> just so you and Ian can <laughs> fucking melt them. <laughs> I'm ill. Uh, uh, Ian, coming on. Oh sorry, I haven't got... Oh I forgot to download it. Oh it's cloud enabled. Oh my Xbox has died. Uh, yes. oh. Uh, I got so what was that? What was that do? Internet is out, is it? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could just sit there on the camera like that. Just looking at <laughs> you. Oh, there, you're still there. <laughs> 
Oh. I threw I threw the modem out of the window. I can't play it. Yeah. Anyway, we're oh. getting we're getting sidetracked. So yeah, so quick roundup then. Trials HD, Assassin's Creed Two. I don't know if I'm putting the right way here. Uh, <laughs> you're not. And Batman. Batman, Batman. Arkham Asylum. So yeah, some great games. If you've got picks, hit us up in the comments or on Twitter at Xbox Tavern. Uh, and I'll try. I forgot to put the tweet out this week, but I'll put a tweet out earlier next week for 2010. When we'll pick some games for that year. Uh, I haven't looked at the list again. I don't want to spoil it for myself, but I'm sure there's going to be a fair few decent games to choose from once again. So, should we bring ourselves back to the present day? We can time travel. Do it. I love, how we, see, I love how we see uh, bring it back to the present day and somebody's played Sonic. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's just, uh, you know, it's modern. This ish, but let's let's talk about our project game pass game first, shall we? So, this is the part of the show where we talk about a game from Game Pass every month. We pick, we play, we talk about it, we rate it at the end of the month, etc. etc. We're breaking the rules ever so slightly this month because Full Guys come out, and we were very excited to play Full Guys, so we've been playing that instead. Ross, I Daniel, it. Ian, we played, yeah, Ian allowed it. We played some Full Guys on Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever that was. I can't remember what we decided. Wednesday, Wednesday. We all decided Wednesday. You're still on Tuesday. Yeah, you're still the man. It was fucking Tuesday. <laughs> um, we had a tremendous time, I thought. Oh, uh, so fucking yeah. good. We got a win thanks to Ross. We got a few shitty losses thanks to everyone else. And <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. Um, Daniel, thoughts so far? Yeah, I, I love it. I I, uh, I also jumped into the Halo event, which... Hmm. We're not talking about your gameplay, Dan. We're talking about no. our gameplay. But the game in general is is lots of fun. It it does what it's so it's human full flat type physics um, as you're Everyone running. Everyone knows through. what four guys is. It's just have you. Yeah, fun. you don't have to explain yeah, what the four right. guys. Yes, I've enjoyed it. I've had lots of fun. I've played. I've even gone into the Halo event playing that. Yes, which are. I was That's playing earlier on as well, actually, because it's quite fun. I didn't realize quite what it was. But have you got the Spartan stuff yet, Dan? I've got. Um, two of the floating spartan heads in two of the maps have you also um, noticed that you can get a fallout guys bean to use in master chief collection so you can have master backpack. you can have master chief with a fall guys bean backpack for in game i think i've seen that um, we're, we're gonna gloss over the fact that you just call it fallout guys as well because Ta-da. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's got you on the brain um yeah, the, the Halo event's pretty cool, but I, I played a couple of games earlier on, got to the finals every time. Did I win? Fuck no. Did you fuck? I had a great time. But I had a great time. Uh, Ian? Yeah, I really. Enjoying it so far? Did you enjoy our time on Tuesday? Well, you know, I'd say four, four guys is like, you know, human four fat physics. <laughs> <laughs> this little known indie game. I don't know if you've heard about it. It didn't I'm have out. 20 million players. Um, yeah, I had so much fun with it tonight. Like I say, it's definitely one of those games you have to play with people, like, I tried a few on my own. I was like, okay, I've had a few games that I've kind of done because I kind of need that banter and that arguing. I say even when we did a few rounds by accident of solos. The solos. We even the solos was good shit. I enjoyed the solos so just to see who, which one of us it, could yeah. get Who would get yeah. further. And I that was quite good and interesting. And but, I, yeah, I think we, we enjoyed it because, well, we must have enjoyed it because I think Daniel said at 10 o'clock, last game, lads, and then at quarter past 11, we were still playing. <laughs> yes, we were. Exactly, yeah. Well, we I can think what happened. It was basically game. last game, lads, and then we started and it was like, go out in the first round. Like, no, we can't end on that. No. Well, we yeah. started another one and then we got so close to the final and went, oh, man, no, we're we really close, done. man. We can't, we can't end on that. And, <laughs> well, then, we and go, then we won. And then we <laughs> go to the final and it was like, 
yeah we've we've dropped one of there's a on the channel now there's the short of us winning yes and at the time i thought the volume was freaking absolutely like it was unbearable we were screaming shouting i didn't get any complaints from the hotel we're like what the fuck you doing the sheer (laughs) joy when that fucking because g was like ross has done it and i was like no i don't know if i have and then i seen the evicted ground popper but it was like <laughs> Even my son was like, Your daddy, you're having too much fun. I was like, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely loved it. I think it was, yeah, really good. Like I said, I won't, I don't think I'll delve in on my own. Yeah. But when somewhere way one person or two people around, it's like some duos or teams and stuff, I'll definitely be playing. It was more. just, it was an absolutely great laugh on Wednesday with yeah. the, whatever they do, just between. The actual like the getting the win was fantastic. Um, watching some of the stupid shit that all of us were doing, it was just <laughs> fucking unreal. The heartbreak of both me and Ian getting to another final and missing it by like that. Oh, oh dear. It was ah, oh. fantastic um, game. So we're gonna we're gonna play some more hopefully this week. I think we might have to swap Graham in for someone. Uh, well, Dan's likely. Uh, Dan's had a week of game, and that's I think, how he's yeah, I think banned. He said he was out, but we'll figure something out because it'd be great to to get some more people in. And as I think one of you said, we can do custom lobbies, so maybe we can get some of the yeah, other guys. Yeah, so in I think it's a minimum, a big... minimum ten people to do a custom lobby. So um... you can have a maximum of. Oh, I heard it today. I can't think. I heard it on another podcast. I think there's like fifty. There's other I podcasts. Mean, I was say there's no other podcast. Also, where are we going to get maximum fifty people? We talk about minimum. Yeah. Okay. If you're always going to aim Dad, low, Dad's got 50 people. I've got yeah, all these friends. Look, you've got to aim for the stars. Aim for the stars. Put it on Twitter. Right, Twitter fam. Twitter fam. Yeah. It's aim thing. for the moon, Daniel, because even if you miss, you'll still land amongst the stars. Fuck's sake. Right. Get it right, man. No, see, I would go for the stars and I'll soar with the birds. <laughs> what? Right, let's move on from that. Anyway, let's talk about other games you've played. What? Before Daniel gets a boost. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Rust. 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 What the fuck? Rust. Tell me yes. about House Slipper. I'll oh. tell you about this fucking... I'll flip someone off in a minute. Yeah, be like, Dan needs flipped off. That's what it fucking is. Oh. Hey, so it's... it's... <laughs> oh, this went off the fucking rails well quick. Right, it's, uh, Rust. House it's, Slipper. It's one of these wee simplistic games that I quite like. It's like you take the core aspect of The Sims. So it's a house type of building game but you actually have to go in and you're basically a handyman like who you've been full flat onto <laughs> yeah that, that small <laughs> indie game so basically you you start off and it, it's it, you're basically trying to work to make your house better so you have to go out and renovate other people's houses but it's it's not as simplistic as just like some of the things you see in the trailer where you're, you're basically just fixing it up you you can fix the house up and then leave the job or you can fix the house up and go actually i think if you've done this over here with this over there and that and there you get bonus money and then you get more job recommendations because you've done such a good job so it's like word of mouth type idea um and you go around and you basically you'd sounds really I'm dozing off as you're talking Bakarium. So you go around and like you'll get like your job notification for a day and like you open it up and you'll say, get rid of all the rubbish, fix the windows and replace the radio. So you go in and you replace that and do that and you get paid for a day and that's you done your hard work. And it's like, we've just renovated and our garage is looking a mess. Clean the garage, 
clean the window and put the tools away. So you go in and do that. But then you go into the next house and it's like, we've given you a budget of this amount of money. Please renovate the house as you would like it. And then it becomes like The Sims because you go, oh, I've got all this money and I get to pick all the furniture and all the colours and everything like that. So it becomes Sim-esque. Uh, there was another game that um, we got a code for for Steam and it was a similar idea where you had to physically build a house from scratch but you had to go and salvage all the different materials to build the house. I can't remember what it was but it was a very similar ilk to this. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Playing it on Xbox PC Game Pass, but it's on console Game Pass as well. But it's one of these types of games that it works better on PC because you've got your uh, keyboard prompts that you can just click things to like snap places, quick actions and stuff like that. And it works a lot smoother with a mouse. But no, it's just a great wee simple title, passes 15, 20 minutes worth of game and easy achievements here. And if you ever fancy that, um, and it's just yeah. No, you just start twinkling. Though. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. But it's just it's, sim- it's simplistic. It's good laugh. Um, it runs really smooth. Uh, so it runs at a constant sixty FPS. So it's a quite nice looking game, fluid looking game. You see, you've got like in the trailer, you've got to, like fix all the electrics, clean up bugs and stations, decorate, clean up, just. I can't make it sound interesting. Is there any form of co-op where you can work together to? to not that a, I've a not that I've seen, but I'll delve into it and give you an answer while you are going through the rest of the games. Sounds like a plan because uh, as I didn't realize it was on Game Pass, so I'm more likely to give it a try. But yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's like the lawn mowing simulator or something. It's, like, is that, is that it's like along a, that line. Odd, yeah, it's like an odd like premise, but meh, it might be fun. The other one. Uh, I totally forgot. The the other game that I can compare it to was PC Building Simulator. Human flat. <laughs> Never going to live that down, is it? Nope. Um, yeah, it's, it's like PC Building Simulator. You're not actually doing anything, but it's just like a therapeutic wee game where you take things apart, you revamp them, you put them back, you dress things up. That type of game. Um, it's free to play. Jump in, have a look at it. It's you'll be pleasantly surprised how good it is. Hour of Game Pass, nice. Exactly. Thank you very much. Anything else, or should we move on to Daniel so he can get his own back on us? Just a bit of bean action. That's it. Yeah. Can't beat a bit of bean. <laughs> uh, Daniel, tell us about what you've been playing this week. Other than Fall Guys, please. Other than Fall Guys, uh, Human Fall. No, I have played <laughs> The Gunk. I'll bet you did. What what games have you been playing though? I was going to say that's what happens when you get some bean action. <laughs> uh, the gunk. I have played the gunk on Game Pass. It is a good time. Um, you land on a new planet. You, um, you you're having issues kind of getting um, talking to uh, your friends because of issues on your ship. So you land, you clear a space. Essentially, what you're doing is going through this planet um, and you have to clean up the gl- the gunk. Um, there's this weird kind of... Can I describe it as like black bogeys that you've got to like... It's, it's pretty grim looking, isn't it? I, I, was, yeah, I was really worried where he was going with that there when he was going to say about cleaning something up. But then as you clean up the gunk, all of a sudden the world kind of... Um, turns more colourful, vibrant, beautiful.
beautiful looking. And as you're doing that, you get that resources. does happen when you clean up, <laughs> <laughs> clean up the mess. Yeah. Um, I can see clearly now. Yeah. So, um, so I'm about to, I want to say 20 minutes, half hour in. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's quite really weird. It's quite therapeutic and enjoyable. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys have put me off and I can't sell this game any better. <laughs> Um, but the, ga the game is good like as i said you're going down um you can upgrade your some of your abilities um yeah and it's just a nice quite fun and relaxing game to play even though it probably shouldn't be relaxing and shouldn't be called the gunk yeah and yeah it, 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 that didn't help anyone's cause yeah, um, it started off it started off rough with that and then some of the some of the descriptive terms you used there daniel well, um, uh, well, I mean, I don't think you could have said anything that would have been turned around. <laughs> well, <there's> not, <laughs> essentially, yeah, they, no, call it, they call it the gunk anyway. Can we move for Dan straight on the Jay's game of the week just so we can properly have a fucking meltdown? <laughs> oh, I'll just see what it is as well. <laughs> oh, anything else, Daniel, before we move on to... Uh, no, no, I'm going to uh, leave it there because yeah, you guys... Right. That's fair enough. It's, it's, it was decent. I didn't like it at all, to be honest, when I played it, but it was all right. But um, uh, but my game is uh, a game, after the gunk, you want to play a bit of Freshly Frosted. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. something. So this is a puzzle game oh. that has it. It's, there's sort of like a, a fairly loose story about looking at the clouds and whiling away the time with your imagination. Basically, you have to get donuts from the donut stand to the exit I, either straight there or via being frosted with all sorts of glaze um, and sticky bits on it you, I'll get, my you get some you either get some icing or some, some cream sprinkles do you, do you get to fill it? you get to fill the donut yeah um, can't be a filled donut oh and, Jamie tell uh, me more <laughs> No, it's, it's a lovely little puzzle game. Basically, you build conveyor belts to build from from start to finish, oh, and yeah. it's uh, yeah, so it's wonderful. My kids really enjoyed playing the demo last year when it came out in the summer games demo fest thing, uh, and it suddenly surprised launch. I didn't know it was out, and they were like, "Here, would you like to review it?" Like, oh, actually, yes, I would. Um, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So, I'm only I think I've just beat the second box of well, there, there's like a box of donuts as a level. Um, so I beat the second box. I think it's nine level nine boxes in total. Uh, and already getting pretty hard, but yes, it's a nice, cheery little puzzle game basically where you glaze your stuff all over some donuts. Um, lovely, wonderful little puzzle game. Do you really get to see the it. customers eat it? <laughs> no, there's no, there's no customers unfortunately. It just goes oh, into okay. the void. Oh, um, okay. Just and then the you whole. sort of get a, you get a good sense of satisfaction once you finish the level. Would you finish your glazing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you move on and glaze some more. You know, sometimes you've got to glaze more than others, but yes, you know, the needs needs and wants of the business. You know, <laughs> yummy. Yeah. Uh, no, I've hungry. got. I was gonna say I've got no segue from that. I've been playing the quarry as well. Yes, let's talk about this because I played it. That's one of my games. Let's talk. I um I started it last night. Finally, I wanted to try and start earlier in the week, but I didn't have a chance. I've started playing it and. So far, I've, I've just started chapter two, and I'm not as high on it as I hoped I'd be. Ah, uh, uh, what? God, the, why? The pre, the pro, what's it called? Prologue. Sorry, the characters yeah. were probably 
just about interesting enough, but I found the setup to be very the right word hokey, I guess maybe. Um, Do the hokey cokey. It's kind of it kind of the whole point of you know being like a teen horror <clears throat> slash you know horror flick type thing, but I won't spoil it, but there was one bit where you know you crash your car basically, and you're talking around, and then all of a sudden the creepy guy comes out of nowhere. And, ah, it's like, oh, well that that just odd. Um, and then it goes progresses from there. And the characters so far, uh, I don't remember any of their names because I've only played it for, for about an hour or so. But I don't That's like fine. any of them so far. They can all fucking die in a fire as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned. The only one I do like, and the only reason I like her is because I watch Modern Family and I can't remember her name in the game, but it's Alex from Modern Family. Yeah, they all went on. The girl with the red hair in, in the quarry. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, and I don't really like her because I know I like her in, in the TV show. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to carry on playing it because I do love their, their games. It's just so far, it hasn't quite grabbed me as much as I'd hoped. Um, I, okay, so yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, the first prologue was like, okay, okay, that's kind of the setup. You'd have no idea what's going on. And then, yeah, of course, you've got the, the first chapter. And I think, yeah, it's a bit... It's a bit pants, but I think after I think after that first maybe the first two chapters, mm. it starts getting really good. It starts ramping it up really good, and then yeah. the, I couldn't really... the, the tease at the end of chapter one sort of got me a bit more interested. But then, like I said, I stopped at the beginning of chapter two because it was already too late. Yeah, when we find From, his yeah, so chapter and his, and his dad or whatever. Yeah, chapter three onwards, it starts getting banging. Uh, like I said, I'm definitely gonna play some more. Probably it could be next weekend. I think. Yeah, like I said, it didn't quite grab me as much as I hoped, but I will carry on playing it. But uh, yeah, so far, it's definitely lower on the totem pole than, than uh, Human Fall Flat. So the only other one I've been playing is Sonic Origins again. Again, my review will be up tomorrow. I think I've, I've scheduled it for. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I was surprised how much I enjoyed the collection. Obviously, the game's really good. You, know, you can't go wrong with original Sonic the Hedgehog 1 through 3 and CD I'm not as big a fan of CD as the others but yeah. what I do like is the mission mode I don't know if any, any of you guys have played Sonic Origins yet not yet no what I is the mission mode I think I spoke about it briefly last week but it's basically like bespoke levels that let you they give you challenges for each game so in Sonic 1 for example they put you on Green Hill Zone but it's only a small section of it and you've got to defeat 10 bad nicks within 30 seconds or something like that or you've got to get through a level as fast as possible while also collecting 100 rings and remaining inv- invincible. Uh, or they get harder and harder as you go. And because okay. it's not because it's not just the levels, it's like one is in Spring Yard Zone, but it's basically a, a completely new bespoke level that uses the Spring Yard Zone uh, like elements. And the idea is to get through it as fast as possible to get to the end. And you get S, A, B, and C ranks. And obviously the higher the rank, the more coins you get to spend in the museum. And yeah, I really enjoyed that part. I, I wasn't expecting to to like that part quite so much. Um, and some of them, like I said, they get quite tough trying to get the S rank. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. And then the games are good. The nice widescreen presentation. Um, being able to play as Tails and Sonic or or Knuckles and Sonic One is good. Makes it a bit different. Same with Sonic Two, Three, uh, Sonic CD. I think you can only play as Tails and Sonic. You can't have Knuckles in that for some reason. But yeah, a good little collection. It's a bit odd that the pre-order shit, like they've locked behind a paywall of like having an extra mission mode, a hard mode, or being able to move the camera on the title screen. Very important stuff, you know. Got to pay a couple of quid for that. Um, but overall, yeah, I think it's a good collection and a good way to play the the Sonic games for the fifteenth hundredth time. 
uh, if you've played them before or if you haven't played before, go check them out. Well, it's just a steep price, though, isn't it? 33 quid. Like, yeah, it's, it's steep for a collection, but like I said, the, the missions, I think, are worth it. And the extra bits and pieces they've bolted on, I think, are, are well worth playing it. Again, if you've not played them a million times before, but yeah, well good. Well, well good. Well good, brother, isn't it? So anyway, yeah, yeah that's that's my games. Where I've played a fair few other things, bits and pieces, but I've waffled on. Actually, I'm going to waffle on for one slight moment longer. Did anybody play... Broken Pieces. Broken Pieces, the demo in the Summer Games Demo Fest the other week. Uh, and one of them was called Broken Pieces. And I played. I finally got to play it today. And it's basically an old school Resident Evil style game, like like fixed cameras and stuff. But it's like a sci-fi, almost like Half-Life types adventure. And I really enjoyed it. It's, the demo is about an hour long. Um, and it's a bit clunky, like the old school, like I said, like old school Resident Evil. But yeah, for what I played, I, I was really getting into it. And when the demo ended, I was like, ah, "God fucking damn it! I want to carry on." Uh, so yeah, broken pieces. Go check it out if you haven't. If you've got it in, uh, redeemed off the store, and if not, then tough shit. It's gone now. Ha ha ha! You have to wait till it comes out. But yeah, I really enjoyed that demo. So go, go and look it up uh, because it's a good game. I think nice. when we were talking about the demos <clears throat> last week, I actually meant to say to this about you. I'm sure this. If it's the one, I think it is. It was one of the ones I downloaded, and I was like, I'll get to it at some point. Yeah, because I think a bit of time. Yeah, I think in the link that you put up, where it had like the five games that was featured, and one of them was that futuristic neon shooter bullet time one. Yeah, severed. Yeah, yeah. So, and one of them, the other one that you hadn't mentioned was this broken pieces, and it looked pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's decent. Like I said, I really enjoyed the demo. Maybe I'll get some gameplay recorded or something and whack it up on the YouTube channel at some point in the near future. However, that's enough of me. Uh, who haven't gone to yet? Ian? I haven't been playing much other than <clears throat> the four guys, which we mentioned earlier, and also the quarry. But that's been taken my week. I can finally completed the quarry. And for me, yeah, I personally loved it. The first, like I said, the first couple of chapters were a bit meh. But um, after that, it was really good. Another game up Important did... question before you move on. Yeah. Yes. Did everybody survive? Yes, of course. Yes, of course, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not an amateur on that. I'm just, I'm just wondering <laughs> how it goes because I think was it you or was it Pete that said he wasn't sure about there was one of them that was missing at one point. No, I don't know where they are right now, but they might have died. Oh no, I've, it all comes to lie at the end. So yeah, mine's cool. all good. Everyone survived. I want to do another playthrough now and killing everyone though. So fucking two right. It's definitely good to be done. Of course. Especially some of them are just so, like I said, they are one or two characters. Are like, wish you could die <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> I will have find my a chance. Way. Yes. I will find a way to kill you straight away. But yeah, other game we were playing actually, which was our previous project, Game Pass. I actually decided to go and complete it. Whoop. So again, I finally finished uh, Smash Elite Five. And before I was middle, like middle up, I'm actually going to go middle down now. Oh. <gasps> Because I have no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I got so bored of the story. I was like, I don't know who I'm killing and why I'm here and why I'm in this space. The story wasn't gripping enough. Then the point was just skipping cuts. I just want to get this to the end of this now. So yeah. I was skipping cutscenes and stuff. And that doesn't, that's when you kind of lose faith in the game when you start skipping cutscenes. You can't bother to go through and listen to the story. Yeah, I must admit, like when I when I've I've been playing a co-op, so that might be factoring in it as well. But like, I I don't really know, like. We've just done a mission where 
uh, try and carry say something with it. <laughs> Spoiling it too much. Basically, I don't think anyone's going to care too much. <laughs> basically, yeah. you, you're trying to sabotage <laughs> a, a, a German factory that's producing uh, big ships and stuff for the U-boats and that. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you anything about it. I knew that was what that was because it was part of the mission. So you physically knew you had to do that. But the yeah, actual exactly. story to go along with it, I was like, cool. Where do I need to go? Who do I need to kill? And what's my target that I need to get to as well? And once I've done that, let's get on in the next map. Once I've got all my collectibles. And that was it. So yeah, and even the last, the last, the final level where you killed the main bad guy, that's as depressing as anything. I thought at least make it a bit more difficult. But no, it wasn't difficult at all. So yeah, I'm moving it to middle down now because it's actually really disappointing. It's probably one of the worst map elites I've played. So, damning praise from from our man Millie Manny. In it, uh, did you at least get thousand G? God, no, I'm not gonna go back to my game. It's deleted and long gone. He must have been poor if he's not even gonna go suffer yeah. through uh, that. Thing is, because like, like, so, I would imagine the achievements are hidden sort of behind like the collectibles and things like that. Yeah, a lot of it's time for collectibles. And, and the stuff. collectibles are a bastard unless you're well, like saying, master, you got master each weapon i'm like i'm not fucking playing through the game no with each weapon and because some of the and some of the some of the weapons can only be got by doing like killing the target so obviously you've got your main mission and then like a, an assassination target pops up and you can yeah. only unlock some of the guns by killing them in a very specific way very yeah. very hitman-esque type idea but the problem but then, yeah the Go problem on, with that is you need to rely on it. Like, So if you miss the window, you need to wait for them to do their whole cycle of whatever they have to do to then go back to the place to get them to die the way they want to do. So you could be sitting there, fuck all else to do in the map. For ages, yeah. And also if shit this. hit the fan and they all start going crazy, that's done that. Yeah, you're fucked. Chance. Reset, start again. It's just, yeah, having, uh, having weapons hidden behind that sort of thing is a fucking nightmare. So yeah, unfortunately for me, it's a. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> well, uh, as I said, you can go read special guest Pete's review on the site now. Um, he was a bit higher on it than I think most of us. Is this? I think I I enjoyed the other one. This one's just like, oh no, I'm done. I couldn't. Maybe the maybe I said maybe four was their peak. Five is just like, yeah, you're taking the piss now. Maybe we'll get a a, a hefty improvement for whatever the next one will be maybe a reboot or something as the industry likes to do well they've rebooted too so who knows probably will so, yeah. Uh, but yeah thank you very much so we've been playing some decent games some middling games and some uh, donut-y games for review this week and we've got a few other reviews up on the site F1 2022 is reviewed by the aforementioned special guest Pete uh, quite high on it as, as well, on 8.5 for that one. And we've got Fire Girl Hack and Splash Adventure from Jake at 7.8 and Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song from Graham at 7.1. Uh, I think he spoke about that last week, didn't he? Uh, not quite <clears throat> not quite enjoying it as much as he hoped, but it, it's still worth checking out, I think, if you're into that sort of story-based adventure game. Uh, we've got plenty of other reviews and stuff on the site if you want to go check them out. Uh, however, if you want to check out things that come into that wonderful service known as Game Pass, Ross, why don't you regale us with such titles? It's always tricky at the start of the month. There's not nothing that really jumps out at you and makes you go, oh, that well, could I don't be good. Know. The first one. Yeah, but I feel like 90% of people have played it, and even that, it's very much Marmite. People either like it or they fucking hate it. Yeah. 
True that. True that. Um, what is that game? That game, yes. So I've, it's basically covering the whole month because we don't really have that much cover week to week just now being the start of the month. So Far Cry 5 uh, launched two days ago on the first console, cloud and PC. Last Call BBS, July 5th on PC. Matchpoint Tennis Championships, July Exactly. Can be a bit of champion tits. Um, July 7th on console. It's your diversity first one. Escape Academy. Uh, July... Was Escape Academy not last month? I, I feel like I've heard that name yeah, a lot. So lately, I'm not sure if it's been pushed back or... or I don't think it's come out yet. Yeah, right, so July 14th on console for that. Uh, the one that Jay's looking forward to, uh, As Dusk and Falls. And Ian. And, oh, yeah. That's the um, game of the showcase. Can you didn't say it? July nineteenth on console and PC, and then another one that I looked into while I was doing the research for these, Immortality, which is again a story narrative driven type idea. Um, July twenty sixth on console and PC. Yeah, that one caught my eye when I was doing the updating our behind the scenes work uh, for stuff coming out. It's by Sam Barlow, go to Telling Lies and Her Story, another live action like murder mystery. Um, but I'm hoping this one will be a bit easier to get into because I couldn't really get into Telling Lies after a while. Yeah, it looks pretty good. looks pretty decent. And obviously, As Dust Falls, very exciting. Far Cry 5s. I really liked Far Cry 5. I think I'm one of the outliers uh, of that in terms of the general consensus because a lot of people were like, ah, oh, it's just Far Cry again. And I was like, yeah, it's just Far Cry again. I fucking love it. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. That's how it should be. <laughs> Um, yeah, I loved a bit of Far Cry 5. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, Ian, apart Hello. from the highs of, of getting some wonderful looking games in this month, there's unfortunately a lot of wonderful games that are leaving us. Why don't you tell us about them? I know, sad times, but we do have games leaving. And the following games that are leaving is Atomic Ops, Carrion, Child of Mortar, Crisis Tale, and Lethal League Blaze. So you can read my review of Atomic Crops. Quick plug on xboxhaven.com. I quite enjoyed it. Bullet Hell Farm and Sim. What could go wrong? Wonderful. You all sound oh. well, well excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, none of the games I leave, I don't really care about. <laughs> but, uh, Hell Farm, you can't beat a Bullet Hell Farm and Sim. I, can I, cannot, I cannot get how you like those games. A bullet just... I love a bit of Bullet Hell, especially oh. yeah. The only one I probably would play off that list is Carry On. That's yeah. that's that's clutching. That, that's one I've wanted to play, but as with, uh, with the no, Christ ten Tales. ton of fucking games coming to Game Pass, I haven't got around to it. Christ Tales is quite good. Christ Tales is the one that Grey was highly praising oh. about when that was where it's like it's split, in, split into like the past, present, and future. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. that was that was quite a high. I did quite the demo, out. but it was very slow. Like you said, like it took forever to get in. Yeah. There. Um, and yeah, yeah, go so go check them out. There's a few other reviews on the site for some of like Cross Tales, Children of Mortal, both for Graham, I think, and Carrion. I think DJ did that for us when he was Carrion, that sounds familiar. Why do I know that name? That's like the, the, it's the one where you play thing. the monster instead of the humans trying to go through the spaceship and kill everyone. Um yeah. it's got some weird physics and stuff to it. So yeah, go check yeah. them out before they leave oh, on yeah. the fifteenth of July. And Ross, you're no Daniel, sorry, you're gonna take over games of gold because Graham's not here. Okay. Tell us all about um, Games of Gold for the month of July, please. So, new games are in. I shall tell you, you can still pick up Project High Rise Architects Edition until July 15th. But the new games for July are Beasts of Mershugalumps of Martaville. <laughs> Maravilla. Maravilla. 
Maravella Island, and that's from the 1st until the 31st. You have Relica, Retalica. Relicta. Relicta. Thank you. And that's from the 16th of July up until August 15th. Thrillville off the rails. Hey, go on, mate. I really think it's unfair we picked the fucking dyslexic guy to read the whole fucking games we go this month. I'll stick up for you, Dan. Maybe not my finest shoot. I'll stick up for you, Dan. Don't worry. We're with you, Dan. We're not gonna. We're we're supporting you, Daniel. Carry on, please. uh, Listen, I butcher everything I touch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Thrillville's till the fifteenth of july and then torchlight got another one right booyah yes. uh july 16th until the 31st nice uh well i'm gonna do another quick plug you can read my review of relicta on xbox.com slash relicta review i guess i don't know you review it's a fucking wonderful like puzzle first person game kind of in the vein of portal um it's like physics-based puzzles with boxes and colors and gravity and zero gravity and all sorts of wonderfulness i really enjoyed it uh so yeah go check that out and there's some decent games in that list however i think that gentleman does us for the week yeah so, unless you want to go and find games that also like human full flat you can follow us at xboxtavern.com you can see our written views xboxtavern.com uh whatever i don't know fuck this already and i and just just search up xbox tavern last g's and they'll tell you where we are and you can find us and follow us and read all our stuff that we do everywhere on the internet that'd be wonderful thank you very much uh i've been jamie you can follow me at inxan or at xbox tavern on twitter like i said or you can follow daniel at xbox tavern uh xbox tavern 80 (laughs) 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 we fall off the rails ian at Xbox Tavern. No, no, no. too right. <laughs> and Ross? I'll, I'll be the professional one. At Scottish Gruff. That's How long is that going to be there for? We'll How see. many times do you change your name? Uh, Scottish Gruff was what it was the, the last two weeks. I've even changed the yeah, little fucking he, icon on the show and everything. Do we give him another nickname? He'll change it again. Well, it's yeah, like exactly. A little name Not, floozy. So I call him Wanker, so he does it. <laughs> Probably. No, Wanker's <laughs> too fucking English. <laughs> At least come up with something like ball bag or something. Ball bag. Fucking ball I can bag. Ball bag. <laughs> ball bag, Daniel, really? Ball well, bag. Well, we can't call you the C word, can we? Cunt, why not? <laughs> At Scottish a, Cunt on Twitter. That's a, term, that's a term of endearment in Scotland. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's term term doing anyway. Yeah, same with me as well. Sat cunt. See? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Anyway, right. Yeah, Daniel. Thank you very much for listening. We've been Xbox Tavern. This has been Xbox Tavern, X Pod Tavern, episode 85th at 8 p.m. Yes. On a Sunday night on youtube.com. Thank you very much. And we will see you again next week. Love you all. Bye bye. Oh, 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 oh,